What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. It's a win for privacy advocates, though perhaps temporary. A split on the Second Circuit Court of Appeals has kept Microsoft in the winning column in its ongoing case with the U.S. government about access to emails stored in Ireland. In July, a three-judge panel of the court unanimously ruled that prosecutors could not force Microsoft to turn over customer emails and other data stored on servers outside the U.S. The government requested that the case be heard by the entire appeals court, but the court split four to four, leaving the initial decision in place and increasing the likelihood that the Supreme Court will take on the case. Our guests are Matt Larson, Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst, and Jonathan Manis, Professor at the University of Buffalo. Jonathan, let's start with a brief review of what the three-judge panel based its decision on. Sure. So, so what happened, as you said, what happened in this case is that the FBI issued a warrant for emails that were located in Ireland and that Microsoft was storing in Ireland. And um, it was basing this on a 1986 law called the Storage Communications Act. And what the, what the Second Circuit basically said was that you know, that law didn't contemplate the use of um, domestic warrants to obtain information that was stored abroad. Um, and it said that it wasn't going to interpret the law to have you know, extraterritorial effect, to have effect outside of the borders, um, unless Congress went back and, and made clear that it, that it meant to do so. So it was really kicking the issue back to Congress to try to update the law um, for the you know, modern age of the internet and cloud computing. Matt, a lot of other companies you know, are very interested in this case. Some of them have uh, written amicus briefs. Why is this case so important to the tech industry? Yeah, this, this case is a... Um, is closely watched by a lot of companies who are investing heavily in cloud services and the necessary infrastructure. Um, kind of the platform as a service market is growing exponentially there. It's anticipated to be a $22 billion um, investment in, uh, in 2019. And by investment, you know, people are going to be uh, putting that much into growing these services. And so uh, this is led by companies like Microsoft, Amazon. Um, and so to ensure customers' privacy, to ensure um, confidence in this build-out, they really need the law to, um, to kind of line up and, and meet with expectations in the tech community. So, Jonathan, is it more likely that this is going to go to the Supreme Court or that Congress is going to do something about this? Well, it's hard, it's hard to tell. Uh, it, it seems likely that the government will try to, will ask the Supreme Court to hear the case. The Supreme Court doesn't have to. But in a case like this, where uh, the question is how to interpret a federal statute and where the government is likely to say that uh, the current interpretation that the Court of Appeals adopted um, can impede its investigations, it seems that there's a pretty good shot that the Supreme Court will take it. Um, if they do, that might take the pressure off Congress to amend the law um, while they wait to see what the Supreme Court does. Well, Matt, what would the industry like Congress to do to this law? You know, at at, a, at kind of a baseline level, I think they want clarity. You know, as, as was mentioned earlier, this is a 1986 law well before um, the uh, the boom in, in cloud, well before the boom in everybody using email. And so 
there are differing views on how much access the government and third parties have to uh, to data that's stored in the cloud. It's it's there are some schools of thought that think it should be treated similar to a file cabinet if it's stored in a different location. Um, it should remain there unless you have the the permission of that that country or have um, you know kind of local jurisdiction to access files. And there's the other school of thought that says, well, everything is accessible everywhere and it's very easy to get everything. And so I, I don't know that it, when you get into the nitty gritty of of what side, um, you know, what side rules or what sides uh, perception should be the rule of law that that there's going to be a whole lot of consensus. But I think generally speaking, um, tech tech companies want higher privacy protections to ensure consumer confidence in their products and also to put um, other nations where they're doing business uh, kind of lets them breathe a sigh of relief knowing that their own citizens' data is protected. Jonathan, Microsoft is also suing the government to stop the FBI's so-called sneak and peek searches of emails that allow the federal government to obtain cloud store data without the customer's knowledge. Where does that stand? So that, that case um, is in the district court in, in Seattle, federal district court, and there was just, uh, you know, our lawyers were just in court arguing in that case. And that, that's a crucially important case because what, what's at stake there is whether users know um, when the government has obtained their information um, that's stored on the cloud you know, by Microsoft or other companies. Um, and given that, you know, we all are now, you know, storing our emails, documents, photos, all kinds of other personal information, you know, on services like Microsoft Cloud and um, Amazon and others. Uh, this, this question about whether we even get to know when the government has searched for and obtained our information is crucially uh, important. And so Microsoft is in court saying that its users have a Fourth Amendment constitutional right to know when the information has been searched, and also that they have a First Amendment right to be able to let their users know um, that, that they've been forced to comply with an order. Well, lots to talk about in this case, and we will do that at another time. The standing issues involved. I want to thank both of you. That's Jonathan Manis. He's a professor at the University of Buffalo. And Mar Matt Larson, of course, Bloomberg Intelligence. B.I. Go on the Bloomberg Terminal to see Matt's reports. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.